Thank you for listening to me. You know, this is, uh, if, if I have to decide which message I enjoy when I preach, I will tell you, the 4th of July. You know, I, I, I don't think you doubt that I love America. I think it's the best country in the world. Regardless what you think today, regardless of what's happening today, America is the best country in the world, period. I chose a verse, I'll refer to it, from Psalm 33 and verse 12. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And this is the nation that was built on the word of God. It was not built on any other, like any other nation. It was built on the word of God. Over two centuries ago, a few men assembled in Philadelphia. And before I go further, I want to refresh the minds of the younger generation to, to remind you today what kind of nation you are living in today. You should be proud to be an American. And I'm sure the older generation, they got it well made. And if not, may God help you. Over two centuries ago, please hear me, a few men assembled in Philadelphia. I hope they are teaching it still at schools and in colleges. They endorse, endorse the words of Thomas Jefferson that started with one of the major political revolutions in human history. Words that stir the feelings of persons who seek and value freedom. It says, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. My dear friends, regardless of what we are going through today, America is a great nation. We have been preserved these many years by God. We have grown in numbers. We have been preserved from year to year like no other nation under the sun. Wealth is in America. And power 
This is the land that God has uniquely blessed. And he blessed it tremendously. That we, we are the envy of the world. America has a surplus of the necessity of life and offers the freedom of opportunity. Truly, we are a blessed nation. Do you agree with that? We are a blessed nation. This is why I repeat this verse. Blessed is the nation whose God is the is the Lord. So, especially young one, what do you think made America great? I hope they're giving you studies when you are in colleges, schools, everywhere you go for education by this question. What made America great? I can, I found one answer here. What made America great is God-fearing citizens. God-fearing citizens. The founders of our nation were in the main God-fearing, God-honoring people. They were not renegades. They rejected from the society, especially in Europe, nor from shady backgrounds. Among the 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence, 47 of them were graduates of Christian colleges. Did you know that? Now, now you know. Eight of which were functioning in our land before the year 1776. But even prior to this, when the pilgrims were about to land at Plymouth Rock, they bowed their knees before Almighty God in grateful recognition of His blessings upon them in bringing them to a safe harbor such as this country. They dedicated to the Lord their endeavors in this new land. How thrilling, how thrilling are the courageous words of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. They stood tall, straight, and unwavering, and they pledged, listen to this, for the purpose of this declaration, with firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other, ourselves, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. These are the forefathers, what we call them, these are the men who sacrificed everything to give us America, this wonderful country. Do we appreciate it? 
Do we? These were honorable men. Men of values and high esteem. They placed God and country above their own interests. When one of the great statesmen some time ago from the Philippines, his name was Carlos Momuro, and he was a famous writer too, came to visit America. He said this, Never forget, however, that America is a spiritual country. That's what he discovered. That we are, we hopefully we are today, we were a spiritual country. Yes, he says, I know that you are a practical people. But underlying everything else is the fact that America began as a God-fearing, God-worshipping people. It is this respect for the dignity of the human spirit which makes America invincible. And he says at the end, may it always endure. It's up to us, this generation, to keep America going as it started. Dwight Eisenhower, who doesn't know that, General Dwight D. Eisenhower, he said, recognition of the supreme being is first the most basic, basic of expression of Americanism is recognizing God Almighty. And without God, there could be no American form of government. This is the president. Without God, there could be no American form of government or any American way of life, period. This was coming from a president, the president of the United States of America, God-fearing citizens. Let's stick to that, my dear friends. And let's fear God. Honor God. Worship God regardless of what's happening around us. Amen? One thing that made America great and still going is freedom-loving citizens. We heard about freedom today. We heard about freedom of, to, of worship. And God set us free from sin. You know that the people who came to the shores of America were people seeking freedom. They couldn't find it anywhere else except in this country. They came and they loved it and they stayed. They stayed. Well, like I came, I loved it, and I stayed. 
I didn't come to try it. I came before I love it. What made America glorious is because her citizens love freedom. Do you love freedom? You can buy what you want. You can go where you want. You don't have to cross from state to state and show your passport and I'll show a little piece of paper like this wherever you go in the world. Except in America. You can go to any state. You can cross any border of a state. You don't have to show anything. This is part of the freedom that we have. Oh, cherish it. Love it. And live it. Patrick Henry. The older generation, they know who I'm talking to. Said, is life so dear? Or peace so sweet? As to be purchased at the price of chain and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take. But as for me... Give me liberty or give me death. President John F. Kennedy said, The cost of freedom is always high. How true. But Americans have always paid it. And one path we shall never choose. And that is the path of surrender or submission. And I tell you one thing, there's one greater than all the presidents, and John Kennedy and all of them. There's the Lord Jesus Christ came and paid the price of freedom with his own blood, so you and me can be free. Free from sin. Free from the chain of evil. And we have been set free to live a life worthy of the price that was paid for us. In view of what happened in the past, in view of those men that paid the price, okay, where are we today? Where are we today? Currently, and I think you agree with me. We live in days of violence that threaten our nation. Do we agree on that? As if evil forces invaded America. They threaten our lives. What the apostle Paul wrote over two centuries ago. Two centuries ago describes our condition in the 21st century. It says in the Bible, in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1, the Spirit explicitly says that in later times some will fall away from faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons and he adds, again, people will be treacherous. 
Do you see it? Reckless. Conceited. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. The Bible, I tell you one thing, is always current and up to date. Today, millions in America do not believe in God at all. This was not the way we started, folks. And one of the many enemies of America and other evils, I can list them, but you know, it's not appropriate to mention from God's pulpit along with the diverse manifestation of ungodly acts that are happening in our nation today, we witness daily in our cities. Just leave it to your imagination. Then what, what, what shall we do? As Christians, what shall we do? You know, the very first thing, I would suggest we need to be right with God. The Bible says righteousness, to be right, exalts a nation. But sin, as it is happening all over, is a reproach to any people. Two. We need as a nation to be reconciled with God. Jesus came to reconcile us. He paid with his own life, his own blood, to reconcile us to God. What did we do? We just, just left and started living our own life. We need to return to God. God said in his holy Bible, return to me and I will return to you. We need to take the first step. We need to return to God as a nation. We need to go, to go back to him. Our nation took the blessing and turned its back toward God the blesser. That's all. All we need are the blessings. And not only that, we also chased him out of our institutions and forgot his grace upon us for so many years. We need to take a long look at ourselves and cry out, Lord, have mercy on us. As individuals, let's ask for God's mercy and He is merciful. He is so merciful and He will come to our rescue. There is no remedy for our nation unless we humble ourselves 
and go back to him. I have no other, I can see in the Bible, no other cure. I quoted the Bible for you. We must repent of our sins. Put our faith in Jesus Christ. He is the only one who can save us today as a nation. We need a great spiritual awakening within the lives of individual Christians first. Lord, start with me. Lord, revive me and help me to do your will in these wicked times. We need a deep self-examination, confession, and renunciation of sin and submission to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. That's what we need, dear people. If, if we humble ourselves and go back to Him and confess our sins, He will hear from heaven and He will hear He will heal our land. The Bible says he will heal our land. Our land needs healing. America needs healing today. And he will bless America. He will save us. He will heal this land and make us strong and great for his honor and for his glory. Who can save America? God can save America if the Christian starts first and then the nation will follow. Amen. Amen. And his name will be glorified. And God will bless America. Well, have a happy course. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Lord, we are thankful for your word. There is no solution for the problems that we're facing in this world. There is no solution except a solution that comes from heaven. So please, Lord, Help us to turn our faces and our hearts toward you. As Christians, to live a life worthy of our calling. As for our nation, may you work through the Holy Spirit that we'll not go further anymore, but come back to you. And you will come back to us. Bless each and every one, bless us. Church upstairs and bless us here who are here and help us, Lord, to live this life that you're calling us for. We love our country. Help us to honor it by our behavior and our love toward you. Dismiss us, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen.